Defining Duke, an Xbox podcast is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to learn how to support the show... Welcome to Any Cafe. Yes, that's right, we're back podcasting. This is episode 70, and we're back because of the E3 hype that we're all feeling. Isn't that right, Greg? Gregory <laughs> Moffitt's with me. Power your dreams. <laughs> and isn't that right, Nick? Nick Lone is also with me. Hello. Hi, Nick. Um, I am Lee Davis, and this is an Enura podcast, so we'll go through all the bits and pieces we all do, always do. We appreciate it if you follow us on Twitter at AnyCafe2, Facebook or Instagram at AnyCafe Podcast, or at the AnyCafe Podcast thread at the Europe forums. It's uh, That uh, forum thread has been slowly drifting down the pages, and uh, it will be revived this very week. Welcome back, AnyCafe Podcast. And it was two and a half months of a hiatus that we needed a little bit of breather because of lockdown and staring at our screens for too long here, Nick. But episode 69 did indeed have a transition tune to guess, and we had a winner. It was our uh, master-in-chief, Samuel Gittins, who correctly guessed that it was uh, Metal Gear Solid The Twin Snakes from the GameCube. I completely forgot about all that... uh... The, the the kind of a transition tune and all that so i didn't go back and listen <laughs> uh, we didn't have any wrong guesses but are we going to do a transition tune this week nick of course absolutely nice one so have now if you don't know what the transition tunes are and this is your first podcast you're listening to it's basically between podcast segments you'll hear a little nintendo based bit of music tell us what game those bits come from. We'll have less transition tunes, I should imagine, this week, because we'll have less segments, because we're not going to have any Nintendo news, and we're going to crack on straight away with some of our recent games. Two and a half months off. You must have a hell of a backlog to talk about there. <laughs> but um, my, personally, myself, I'm going to keep mine short and say, "Oh, I played this. I played this. This is how I feel." Because otherwise, I could be talking for a full hour. I think. <laughs> Greg, what have you been up to? Um, uh, quite quite a few things, I suppose. Like I actually couldn't really remember what games I had had beaten the and the hiatus. I can't even remember what the last game I was at was i talked about <laughs> on the previous podcast um i know i have played uh turtles in time on the snes for the first time oh. since then um i don't think i spoke about it before it, it was just no all right. I you haven't I, I didn't really get the the big hype around it it's, it's fine i imagine back at the time it would have been great like but it's, it's just all right i just played through it once and that, that was it like it's just okay I just looked back on episode 69, Greg. The last game you talked about was uh, Bowser's Fury. 
the expansion pass for an uh, expansion uh, bit of uh, of uh, Super Mario 3D World. Yeah, I I definitely finished that, and it, it wasn't that great. Like it's just <laughs> all right. I finished 3D World, and since then as well, I think so. Yeah, it was it was a much better uh, part of the game. Um, downloaded Ghost Runner at one point. I think it was about six pounds something on the on the eShop, and I got it kind of because uh, I sort of had a, a pretty decent time with Mirror's Edge on the Xbox 360 about a decade ago, um, and I sort of had similar vibes the way you sort of run along the walls and like first person and stuff. Um, it was pretty pretty challenging game. There's lots of checkpoints and stuff, but it was it was actually okay. It was worth worth going through actually, particularly at that price. Um, a couple of performance issues, I suppose. Like it, it glitched on me a couple of times, which was frustrating. But like I say, because there's so many checkpoints, it didn't really didn't really matter too much. Um, it's not the sort of game I can actually imagine myself going through again because it feels like sort of just a one and done type thing and I, I don't think I'd be particularly excited for a sequel as well but I'm, I'm glad I got it like I had a, a decent amount of time with it um, and it was grand um, I'm only get kind of looking through my list of games that I can remember beating because I tweeted about some of them and I w- looked through my Twitter feed this morning <laughs> and Star Fox 2 was one that I blasted through in probably about half an hour one night I imagine I didn't see even a quarter of what the game has to offer, really, because I imagine there's different routes and different ways to do things. And you know what? It was crap. I like. It would probably have been cool back at the time, but for me, like the best things about the, the Star Fox games, uh, and particularly Lilith Wars, is like the on rails levels mm. where you're going from like and like. You can improve your scores and find different paths and stuff. Whenever things go to all range, I mean, it's fine, but it's those aren't the best parts of the game. And Star Fox 2 is all about the all range, and it didn't really work for me. And because obviously, because it's an old SNES game, it's and one that wasn't even released, and I can kind of see why it maybe wasn't released and they concentrate on the 64 version. It's like it's very slow and yes yeah, it's, it's not that entertaining i wouldn't really recommend it wouldn't really recommend it it's cool that i was able to play it because it wasn't released before but i wouldn't have been that bored if it had never seen the light of day i don't think um played through wave race blue storm again hey. <laughs> yeah probably the highlight of my year so far i'd say <laughs> uh and while i had while i had the gamecube on also um played through the expert mode of Super Monkey Ball as well, which I haven't done for quite a long time. And like I used to have it all complete. Like not I think there's like master levels and stuff which I'd never ever seen and I never ever will see because like, <laughs> the game is very difficult. But um I had like a save file with a friend done and it all disappeared. Uh, I think I'd lost the data like uh, probably a good ten or fifteen years ago. Um so I sort of had to like build up my infinite continues again. Because that's the only way I was ever going to get through the expert mode, but I actually had a really good time with it. It's just like, um, just showed how good Monkey Ball can be before they they ruined it, <laughs> like pretty much immediately with the sequel, which everybody absolutely seems to love. But it it itself introduced some like gimmicks such as like the play and rewinds buttons and all that sort of stuff, and it had more levels that were sort of like felt luck based rather than 
and like proper skills. Just yeah, this was the, the absolute pinnacle of the series, and I enjoyed my time with it as well. Um, and the only other Nintendo game I want to really talk about would be Luigi's Mansion Three, which I finished. Uh, yeah, it's it's done. <laughs> I, it's like uh, right over on Discord, seven out of ten. Seven out of ten, yeah. <laughs> I'm it's, shocked. Yeah, stand by that. Like it's it's a good game. It's just it's very very slow paced, and I think it's sort of like uh, described it as like plotty plotty suck suck because <laughs> it seems very like slow paced and just like you're you're pretty much just vacuuming everything just to see if like money pops out, and the money doesn't really do that much like the only thing i really used it for was to buy those gold bones to like revive myself and like even then i didn't really need those on that many occasions um like i can appreciate what the game ha- does like is like there's a lot of things to like about it and the graphics are like fantastic and stuff but yeah i kind of i think i just found it a wee bit boring in the end which is unfortunate and i think that was probably Part of that was just like constantly interrupting my play with it because I'd maybe like do a, a floor and then I wouldn't return to the game for a few weeks and then I'd do another floor and come back. So I never really got going with it, I suppose, until the last weekend where I sort of played through the last few few floors. But by that time, I was just I felt like I was just trying to get to the end just to get it off the off the list, really. Um, yeah, again, like while the first game would be one that I think I could see myself returning to quite a few times, again, I don't, I don't actually think I'll be back to Luigi's Mansion Three, and that's like I haven't even collected all the gems or anything. I just, it's not really that appealing. I never did that in Luigi's Mansion Two either. So, yeah, it's, it's a shame, really. Um, yeah, that's, that's it, probably it. It is a long game as well, isn't it? For what it's uh, attempting to do, you know, like Luigi's Mansion One. You, yes, you can go back to that. Two, three hours is done. This one, I, I had the same problem toward the end. You know, the last three or four uh, floors, especially, it, it it dragged on. It was just yeah, too long of an experience. Definitely a bit of a drag, especially when you you do a floor and then you'd get the the bottom for the next floor, the elevator and the polter kitty would come along and steal it and you'd have to go faffing around to try and try and find her Uh, but yeah that's pretty much it on the nintendo front um yeah so me next and i'm i'm just gonna basically list what i've been playing since we uh March 21st was the last uh, podcast since mm-hmm. we've been there. Last last time I talked about Borderlands 2 finishing all off. Bits and pieces. I think I, I chipped in with a little bit of uh, Link's Awakening as well, which I uh, is now complete. And um, yeah, that's that's knowledge. Well, that mm-hmm. yes, it looks fantastic. But as a, as a game, there's just too many places where you get stuck and there's no indication of which way uh, to progress. And this is a game I've already completed maybe mm-hmm. three, four times on on, a, on the original Game Boy. And still there's times like, oh, yeah, I should have used the, the mirror shield, for example, to get past uh, some flamethrower. And I completely forgot to do that. And I've spent an hour wandering around, not knowing anything yeah. or where when to get the rooster and all that so it's it, it was a bit frustrating at times even though overall relatively positive experience with it um after finishing that and then through april i've now completed 19 games wow. in uh, 2021 so i'm i've uh 
took a step back from the news on old Nintendo Gamer and some of my YouTube channel and I put all that effort of uh, some free time into actually playing games and I I, I saw Black Clouds was uh, one of those FMV full motion video um, four hour jobs where you get to choose certain events throughout and uh, you know you, you, go, you go down different routes and I think there's about four different endings to watch on this I saw one of the endings it wasn't spectacular usual FMV stuff most of the actors are not very good well, there's one good standout actor unfortunately it's not the main actor it was a, it was a kind of a subsidiary character so that was a bit of a disappointment um bladed fury is a 2d side-scrolling action combo driven platformer um was far better than i thought it was che- worth checking out if you like that kind of um uh, action beat em up but um that outstayed is welcome as well. What I thought could be like a two or three hour game ended up being like an eight hour experience, and uh, f- yeah, it was just a just a bit too long. Set in ancient China, that one. So if uh, it's even got the Chinese right in, and everybody's speaking Chinese. Um, good job popped up on um, the Nintendo Switch Online free subscription mm-hmm. for for i think two weeks in japan which uh, you can download it from the japanese as long as you got one of your nintendo subscription onlines linked to your kind of family membership or I, I don't know how you do it now i've done it so long ago i ended up playing through good job fully in a week um there's nine floors in there and while it's thoroughly enjoyable, there's very limited kind of puzzle ideas in it, but each level does something different. Like you've got to water flowers, so you, you use a whatever you can at hand, actually. You can use a bucket and then tip over like 500 flowers on this level to water it to get past to the next level. Or you can use a hose pipe, and then there's different methods and different approaches you could do to get to your end goal. Nothing is too difficult in the game, and you can kind of fly through it in maybe two and a half, three hours. What's quite nice, though, is that it's got that kind of uh, Lego game split screen, which is dynamic. So uh, the further you are away, it kind of splits the screen uh, dynamically, and uh, you've got two play people, and you can basically fly through some of the levels with two people instead of one. Um, that was fun, far more fun in co-op than by itself. Um couple more games I'm not going to mention. I'm going to mention them, but I'm not going to dwell on them at all. Is Abzu, Projection First Light, uh, Planet Alpha. And those three games I've enjoyed to a point. Um, they're not wonderful games. A wonderful game I did finish, though, was Jenny LeClue Detective View, uh, which is a 2D murder mystery um, set in uh, this fictional world so there's a writer trying to write finish uh, his uh, writing a book and you are living in the book that he's writing um very very intriguing uh that that nearly outstayed its welcome at about eight hours playthrough but by the end and the last hour of the game it kind of made up for it by how it finished well worth checking that out um, I've played a couple of old classics like Mega Man 5 and Double Dragon 2, which um, uh, haven't aged well either, especially Double Dragon 2. That uh, was rather shonky. And the two games, I suppose, that I've liked the most, the first one is Monster Hunter Rise. I've put over a 100 hours into it. My son and I are playing every day, practically. Uh, we're doing a, at least one video a day, if, if we've got time. Uh, for old Nintendo Gamer and Son, and it's been delightful. We've got to the point, my son, by the way, he said this morning, I put 200 hours in, so he's doubled my playtime. 
Um, I've got to the point where I finished all the kind of solo um, village quests, which were quite relatively easy. And I suppose you can see them as a as a kind of tutorial to get you through the game, to learn the game systems, to learn the game weapons you like and, and, and all that stuff. It's in the Gathering Hub, which is the multiplayer stuff, which you can do solo or online, which which me and my son tend to do like a, a hub of just two people and just the both of us then will go in and hunt whatever monster. That is getting tricky now. You know, it starts off relatively easy, but um, we're up to HR. I'm finishing off the last couple of quests for HR 6, pushing on to HR 7. I think HR 7 is the last one before the kind of, it unlocks all, you can go up to HR 999, but before the big boys start coming and some of the beasts now are really grueling. Uh, to the point, like, if you don't get your groove and uh, find the rhythm of beating this monster, they can flatten you in two hits. You know, it's it's getting very difficult, um, which is nice because you want to be punished in this kind of game in that way. You don't want to be cakewalking it, which we have for the first 70 hours of the game. And I know that sounds like, oh, my God, 70 hours has been a bit of a cakewalk. Yes, it has. But now for the last 30 hours, it's starting to challenge us. And we, you know, I'm, I'm going out my way to collect very good gear uh, to prepare myself for these quests and still um, taking a, a two-hit um, combo off a Rajang and it's, it's sending you carding back home. But thoroughly enjoyed my time. Yes, it's been frustrating in parts, but that's due to my inadequacies <laughs> as a hunter at times and nothing to do with the game itself. I, I'm just shocked at how Capcom have got this Resident Evil engine running so well on Switch. The game looks fantastic. Th- there's never any slowdown. I, I mean, everything's kicking off. There's there's three monsters attacking each other. You you can jump on top of the monsters now and ride them and then hit, crash into the other two monsters and fight them. You've got Morgan coming in and hit, hitting other monsters as well. And there's just no slowdown. It all runs online perfectly. Yes, there's a little bit of lag now and again, as with all online games. But the game itself is just performing amazingly. And um, the fast travel system, is, which is amazing because you wouldn't think of it as a Nintendo game. Um, if I'm looking at somewhere in the distance, like if I'm standing one end of the village and I can see the gathering hub entrance down there, it might take me 15 seconds to walk down there. Or I could just bring up the, the the fast travel menu, click on it and get over there. And I mean, it loads in like half a second. So as fast as I can get the fast fast travel menu up, it loads in a new area of the game that fast. It's just sublime loading speeds on it as well. So very, very pleased and happy with the way Monster Hunter Rise has gone. Have any of you two played it? Nope, just the demo. No? Yeah. Nick, you were interested in it, but uh, it's gone by the wayside, is it? Um, I think what I'm going to do is probably play Monster Hunter World first. Hmm. And then maybe go to Rise later in the year or next year. But yeah, I'd, I'd really like to try World first, to be honest. Properly, yeah. Because yeah. it's free. <laughs> on Game ah, Pass. It's yeah. uh, <laughs> on Game Pass. We'll be talking about that soon, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the last game I'm going to quickly talk about is a Talus Principle, which is a full 29 episode, 29 part um, series at Old Nintendo Gamer and Sun there. And I can't say enough good things about this uh, first-person puzzler. 
the way that it structures its puzzles allows you to think so much outside the box. It's not rigidly stuck in, you've got to do this puzzle this way. You can think of a way around these puzzles, and some of them might be like uh, manipulating light beams to follow a path, so it hits a door which has got a light beam indicator a receptacle you shoot that and then the door opens and lets you through but there's there's just such an, a wonderful implement of fans and other implement you know boxes and and there's this mechanic where you can rewind time so you can double yourself so you're kind of using a ghost of yourself to create platforms and then jumping up the platforms your ghost has created to get into it. it's it's just by sitting and puzzling and thinking about the puzzle as you're doing it and making trial and error, um, pro- you know, problems, there's you shouldn't find too much difficulty in getting through the entirety of the game. It isn't that difficult, but the way it's structured these puzzles is wonderful. You know, I think the only thing that lets it down is the kind of uh, storyline ticks about um, um, are we real, are we not, is this assimilation, is this God, uh, am I, uh, you know, what, what, what that kind of um, um, uh, delve into the subconsciousness is a bit uh, cringeworthy at times, I think, but the puzzling in it is exceptional. So that's what I've been up to for the last two months. If we do future podcasts, I'll deep dive into some of those and look forward to them, hopefully. Nick, what have you been up to? Well, 19 games is very impressive for the Thank year you. so far. How many of you? 25. Ooh. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do 52 this year. I mean, I've, yeah, I've purposefully picked some games that I know I can beat within five hours. Some of them are also play, I'm playing through again. The Messenger and Celeste, I've both got close to the end, but haven't quite finished yet. Thoroughly enjoyed both of, of, both of them again. Um, especially the messenger that's been great i got i got to the 16 bit stage in about stages in about two and a half three hours it was pretty fast this time because i know what i'm doing obviously it was only august or september wasn't it when we played it last year yeah um so yeah obviously on the first of april april fool's day I, I did get an xbox series s and signed up to game pass and i've paid paid up for the year so that's going to be a regular feature i think and i've Spent far more time playing that than I have my Switch, which I think is obvious if you've been reading my posts in the Gaming Diary thread. I don't want to go into anything in any detail because I I purposefully tried to go into a lot of detail there. So if you do want to read what I think about all the games that I've finished, then have a look there. I've been playing Animal Crossing quite a lot recently, um, trying to get art pieces and just improving my town. I've been having a whale of a time with Pac-Man 99. I really like that game. Um, still not quite good enough to get into the top 20, but I'm improving slowly. Also tried Bomberman online and it's horrible. I hate it. The load times, <laughs> the, the load times are disgustingly long. I, I did. Yeah. The yeah. load times are terrible. Um, and I can't even get into the top 50 out of 64. I'm, I'm awful at Bomberman, so I'm not going to be playing that. It's, you know, it's the classic horrible, by the season pass all the upgrades are cosmetic and some of them are not cosmetic they make you better so i'm not going to bother really getting into that i don't think um really enjoyed the medium on xbox uh despite negative reviews of it and people not being too keen on it i really enjoyed it you can read about that it's kind of like a ps1 era inspired horror game um with amazing graphics on the even on the series s it looks wonderful uh i've beaten three rare games um blast corps 100 percent banjo kazooie 
technically 100% and Perfect Dark. And I thoroughly enjoyed all three of them. Um, I've started Jet Force Gemini. hated the controls, but I've, as I understand, you can change them. So I think that's the next Rare Replay game I'm going to play. I'm going to go back to that and and try it again with, with hopefully better controls. Been playing Grabbed by the Ghoulies, which was one of my favorite games on the Xbox. Luigi's Mansion inspired um, game developed by Rare. Viva Piñata I've been playing as well. I haven't touched Nuts and Bolts yet, the third Banjo-Kazooie game, but that's on the list. Second one, I started it, didn't enjoy it. So um, I'm not going to bother with that. Probably halfway through Conker's Bad Fur Day. So I've been putting a lot of time into Rare Replay. Um, I've been loving Forza Horizon 4. I'm 30 or 40 hours into that. Uh, again, I've written about that on the website. I've been playing Call of Duty for the first time in a long time. I've got some friends in the UK who play Warzone quite often, so I join them occasionally. I'm terrible at the game, but it, it's pretty fun. I like I like the map that it's set in. Lots of interesting stuff there. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I would say that's probably it, to be honest. A lot of old-school retro games, like in Rare Replay, or modern indie games, Um I beat Wolfenstein, The Old Blood, which was a prequel to the f 2013 game or 14 game. Enjoyed that a lot. Um, and I've got, I've got like a, a list of games that I'm ready to start, but I just, I need more time. So Sea of Thieves is on there, definitely. Monster Hunter World is on there, definitely. Uh, but it doesn't help that the Switch looks like it's going to have quite a good summer. I'm definitely going to get Mario Golf. Do want to pick up Pokemon Snap at some point because I've heard very good things about that. Um, we've got Zelda coming as well, obviously. So yeah, just trying to keep on top of everything, basically, and find the time to to play stuff. But I've I've been putting a lot of time into the Xbox. Actually, I've ma I have managed to like get some a good couple of hours in every day, which has been which has been nice. In the evening, I've stopped working after eight p.m. and started just sitting down and playing games, and it's yeah i'm very 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 happy with my purchase of a series s and next year i probably will upgrade to an x so and the s does the job perfectly well everything looks great slightly below actually my pc i would say it's not quite as good in some games as as my pc gta 5 for example that's i it looks better on the pc pez looks better on the pc runs better at 60 frames higher resolution but yeah it's just it's made things much easier i don't have to mess around with cables i don't have to mess around with settings just sit down on the sofa and, and chill out for an hour or two and play something and it's yeah very happy looking forward to microsoft's presentation probably a little bit more than nintendo to be honest wow yeah <laughs> but we'll we see. should be talking about microsoft's we'll presentation <laughs> Greg, a little smile came on my face <laughs> and your face when uh, Nick was mentioning about uh, upgrading to the Series X there. Is it worth it? Um, for Nick, I would say probably yes. Yeah. Um, the reason we're laughing at it is because last Sunday I was able to get a Series X myself and it's something I've been toying with for at least the last few weeks. Um, obviously, I had a PS5 um, towards the end of last year, um, not that long after it launched, and like had it for like a few months, and then it was like it was I was just playing PS4 games on it, and it's obviously the PS5 still hard to get, and it had decent value, so I managed to sell it to a fella from work, didn't lose any money on it at all, um, 
and to be honest, since getting rid of it, haven't missed it in the slightest. Uh, still happy to, to play the PS4. But I've kind of always had this curiosity about the Xbox in a way. Like, um, I sort of have, I've had poor experiences before. Like, um, I had the original Xbox One for just over a week. It must have been about eight days or something. <laughs> I bought that. It was actually in the year the Wii came out. Um, for some reason in my head, I wasn't even like thinking about getting the Wii really. It was like, I was a bit worried about what direction Nintendo were going in a way. Um, obviously, in hindsight, that was, that was silly. Like, the Wii's one of my favorite consoles, absolutely amazing. But in the summer of that year, I'd actually bought a, an Xbox One like, pre owned with loads of games, and it was like really, really dirt cheap. And yeah, it just it wasn't really working for me. I didn't like the controller or anything big beast of a console and stuff so yeah it wasn't really working for me and then i had a 360 uh for probably just under a year in about 2010 and played a a few decent games not like sega rally and like street fighter 4 and stuff so like i had a an okay time with it but none of the games really gave me the same sort of feeling as i i would get with like a good good Wii game or like just good Nintendo games in general and uh, sold that off to a friend and didn't really miss it, didn't didn't think about the Xbox One throughout its lifetime really and then I suppose it was only really like with all the talk of like Game Pass and stuff and the value and like all the games you get in Game Pass it's like, it seemed like a really good proposition especially when you were looking at the PS5 and like you're looking at 60 or 70 quid for like a brand new game and stuff and I was never ever going to be paying that um Especially since there there aren't really that many new releases out for for either system really at this point, um, and even games are coming out like even Sony are like releasing games that were supposed to be maybe PS five exclusives. They're coming to PS four as well. Um. So yeah, I, I picked I, I ordered the Xbox last Friday on a on a whim like because it came up on Hot UK deals. And like because I've been so interested, and they are hard to come by. I thought, right, I, I can take a chance on it here, um, because I know like they are sought after, and I could always move on to to someone else, maybe if if need be. There was a but, there was a wave and an influx on the forums as well of uh, Xbox interest, wasn't there? There was, and most people, possibly quite wisely, um, <laughs> <laughs> reflected on and realised they didn't really need it. Um, and in hindsight, like I, I had those same reflections. I remember talking to Nick about it on Discord, and it was sort of like, oh, I don't really need it. You know, I've got plenty of games to play. Nintendo, like like you said, Nintendo's going to have a pretty big summer. Like mm-hmm. I'm really excited for Mario Golf and Skyward Sword, and even Game Builder Garage. I think I'm probably going to pick up um, this month. And Tony Hawk's one and two, I imagine I'll get as well. Um, which is probably dependent on the price. Um. So I, there's lots of games there, and there's plenty of PS4 games that I haven't even got around to, like big hitters like God of War, like Spider-Man's still sitting sales, um, The Last Guardian, loads of stuff. Like, um, but like it just, just that curiosity really got the better of me to try out the Xbox, and I got it home, and like I was really excited actually by the prospect of it um, in theory, and like got it home, set it up that Sunday night downloaded some stuff onto it um, and you just kind of hit with that vast library of Game Pass yeah. uh, it's just, there's so much on it like mm-hmm. um, 
like you, Nick, I, I tried Forza Horizon 4, um, and it's it's grand. It's not my sort of game, unfortunately. Like the open, I can appreciate it. Like it looks and it feels really good, but the open world nature of it is what kind of just kills it for me. I don't, I just can't really get into racing games in that sort of style. Like if they if they released a wave race open world, I'd be <laughs> absolutely got it. I think <laughs> I'd be delighted that wave race is back, but open world, no. It's it's a better, definitely better than something like Burnout Paradise mm-hmm, um, for sure. Yeah. That's one of one of my biggest switch regrets, <laughs> I think. Um, but yeah, I played that. I, I tried uh, the first Halo again by mm-hmm. downloading the Master Chief Collection, and I remember not really thinking that much of Halo back at the time. And uh, like, I'd never really give it much of a chance again. I played the the first the opening sort of area, like the tutorial, and then the kind of the first level where you're not even sure you're in some sort of place and all the walls and stuff looked the same it was just mm-hmm. corridors really no it wasn't a good introduction for me when you think of something like goldeneye in the n64 and you're going through the dam and like yeah. sniping i was just so far beneath that and like in my head but i know there, there probably is a good game in there but i just I, it didn't grab me um and I obviously didn't get an opportunity to grab me because I no longer have, have the Xbox. Um, it lasted a whole five days. But things that I sort of thought I'd be excited to play, like uh, Rare Replay and stuff, as soon as I actually downloaded that and jumped into the game, um, I was flicking through the games, and I realised that there wasn't really that much that I was actually feeling that I really wanted to play at that particular time and like I jumped into Perfect Dark for a couple of seconds, jumped into Banjo-Kazooie for a couple of seconds um, everyone kind of feels a wee bit odd not on the N64 controller um, but yeah I was just surprised that uh, well, just as I was looking through it just thinking ah, you know what I'm not really in the in the mood for this at the moment and that was ultimately the problem. I think it's like there's so much there, and I already have enough to play as it is. And with the games coming out on on Switch and stuff, I, w- I really want to concentrate on on those. And I, like because I've just paid like four hundred forty nine for for four hundred forty nine pound for this new Xbox, and all these games are available. It's like uh, you almost feel obligated to to be getting the use out of it, especially since I, like. I paid the pound to subscribe to Game Pass for three months, for example. Um, I'd feel like I'd have to be using that all the time, and ultimately, I I didn't really want to. So I, I cut my losses, and the the rise it weren't weren't any losses really. Like I've like I didn't lose any money on the console at all. Um, I don't miss it. <laughs> I've, I've, <laughs> I've been I've been without it since since Friday there. And like it's an oddly liberating experience. Like even before I got it, like I felt like almost overwhelmed by how many games I have and the backlog and stuff, and how much I have to play. But then once I had the Xbox and realized just how much more <laughs> there was there, now that I've kind of cut that away, it's like ah, oh, now I have the freedom to play these these other games. Like it's a it's a really bizarre feeling. Like it's ridiculous in a way, but like I also have that curiosity satisfied yeah. so i'm not going to be like pining for the That's xbox the now for mm-hmm. a while so um at least some good came out of it and like my ps5 experience i i'm not like desperate for it either so i'm good with what i have for the next while and i'm really hoping nintendo have a good e3 mm-hmm. um 
for a while I thought it was going to be amazing and now I'm starting to <laughs> start having my doubts I'm really worried about it but um, yeah we'll, we'll see what happens and we will see what happens because that's going to take us nice segue there Greg to E3 that's why we're back here with our 70th podcast it's the most wonderful time of the year and our E3 predictions are up for our big topic So even before we start these E3 predictions, boys, Nintendo will specifically be airing their business. So, you know, I'll, I'll clear up all the the thing, uh, the business of what Nintendo are up to from 5 p.m. UK time on June the 15th. That's when uh, Nintendo does their E3. But there'll be shows going through E3 all week, starting from the 12th, which is a Saturday. Now, Nintendo will have a 40-minute presentation focused exclusively, they say on software mostly releasing in 2021 for the Nintendo Switch system. Then after that Nintendo Direct presentation, there will be three hours of deep dives into select games for those who know them best, the Nintendo of America Treehouse. Only three hours. This has got me worried. And I've mentioned (laughs) this on uh, Discord as well. This got me worried. I'll be talking about why it's got me worried. But before we even start talking about Nintendo's E3, let's get the elephant in the room out of the way. The Switch Pro. Nick, all the rumours. It's coming this week, It's coming, which was last week for us now. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It didn't come. No announcement. Are we looking... The first prediction, yeah? Is it coming next week? One of the main benefits of, of not reading gaming news and just playing games <laughs> is that you don't read any of this nonsense. So, no, it's not coming. It would have been announced, I think, already by now if it was coming. Um if they were going to show it at E3. I don't think they're going to surprise us with it at E3 because, um, and I say this with a lot of confidence, Nintendo will not reveal it until it's going to be out within a month. And it's definitely not ready yet. From all the news we've heard about what's going on with production, yes, it might be starting production, but it's not ready to come out. So no, no chance. Um, As soon as it's announced, it's going to be out within four to six weeks and it's going to be released at the very end of the financial quarter whatever financial quarter it comes out in they've got a they've got a very difficult situation where they've got to try and get rid of all the old switches which which could get a price reduction or whatever I but they've they they got to make sure that they're making enough because because they're still selling out aren't they so they could just cut production and just uh, hopefully not be sitting on too much of a backlog of the original switch when the pro takes over well yeah they don't want to have i think they won't reduce the price of the original switch because i think the switch pro will be more expensive and they'll still while it's available they'll still sell this switch as the sort of the middle one um the tegra x1 is being discontinued by the end of the year and i know that nintendo i read a report somewhere i can't remember where it was maybe it was that guy who works for the wall street journal the japanese guy yeah yeah, I know his name, but I can't remember. Um, who said that Nintendo have back-ordered a lot of them. So my guess would be that that's going into the light because that still is the cheapest model. 100, what is it, 200 bucks? 200 quid? 250 dollars? Is that one? 
I don't know what price it is, sorry. <laughs> but it's cheap, yeah? So I think, yeah, they'll probably put all the chips into that or the vast majority and then just completely yeah. kill the original Switch. And the Pro will be the the, the new model which you can um, which you can dock. And if they do sell it for 400 it will sell. But it would be disgusting <laughs> because it's not going to be it's not going to be worth anywhere close to four hundred quid to produce. Yeah, yeah. That's my worry is that mm-hmm. it's going to be a little bit too expensive mm-hmm. initially. Yeah, you you might see after first year price reduction, so it drops down to the price of the original Switch thing, and say, hey, now it's down to the price that the mm-hmm. Switch was before. I. Greg, how do you stand on this? Do you, do you think, well, for the pricing, if it does come out uh, towards the end of the year, so those people who were saying, hey, it's coming out in October, November, and now say in 2022, they've shifted their uh, goalposts a bit there. But if it does come out at the end of the year, pricing on it, what do you think? I think the pricing is going to be difficult anyway, because I think whatever supply they have for it, people will pick it up at the price yeah. and then try and sell on like they've been doing with the PS5, mm-hmm. like with mm-hmm. the Xbox Series X. It's just whatever price it is, people will, will pay it and then the people want to sell on. We'll try and sell on for a couple of hundred pound more. Um, I would probably agree that if you're talking maybe about 400 pound or something, that's probably too much. Like you're getting into, like that's more than the price of a PS5 digital, for example, which is probably impossible to get hold of anyway. But like, you're getting close to Xbox Series X price there as well. And I mean, the power difference between the two is like going to be absolutely huge. And like power isn't everything, but I mean, that's a, that's a tough sale. Um, and also like, you kind of wonder with the way the Switch is selling, particularly this year and last year, like, do they really need to rush it out the door? But then we've had the previous experience with maybe with the Wii, for example, which came out, which was obviously underpowered when it came out anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they sold so well for a good good couple of years, really sought after. And then I remember people like Michael Pactor saying like <laughs> that they need to release a Wii HD, and they they sort of got wrecked over the coals a bit for. It. And mm-hmm. like I can understand I'm getting wrecked over the coals for certain predictions and stuff over the years, and his analyst analyst analytic. His analytical skills of, of gaming is maybe not like <laughs> up to snuff most of the time. But like if Nintendo had released a Wii HD at, at the right time, yep. and like obviously if it played all your old Wii games and stuff, then they maybe wouldn't have reached the disaster of the Wii U. Mm-hmm. So there is, definitely is an argument that Nintendo maybe need to get on top of it before the Switch momentum completely dies down. Um, but I, I suppose at the minute there's no sign of it. But at the same time, like we're still dancing the same dance we have for pretty much the last two years, I would say. Like There's been constant ch- chat, like, oh, the Switch Pro's coming, Switch Pro's coming, and there's still no talk about it. And people are always like, oh, they're going to gonna announce it soon, and just it never, ever materialises. And... At this point, I I'm not not overly concerned. Like, I, they can if they reveal it next year, that's that's fine. Like, I'm not. And so, in some ways, I would would like an upgrade to the Switch. Um, and I kind of worry about the battery in some ways because I I think mine is maybe like depleting quicker than normal. Like, it's there's still plenty of time to play like handheld and stuff for a, a decent wee chunk of time, but it doesn't seem as much as normal. So I, an upgrade wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Um, 
but like unless they introduce like new aspects of perhaps like finally fixing the Joy-Con, for example, um, I'd really love analog trigger, analog triggers or something, you know. Um, unless they like, I fear they won't change enough with it. I think it'll be like a new 3DS style upgrade almost, yeah. which. Yeah, that's why I, I have a feeling that will do. I wonder if they could implement um, new Joy-Con w- w- separately from saying that there's going to be a Switch Pro model by implementing, oh, these are the new Joy-Con. They got some new sticks. They've got analog triggers. Uh, here comes the GameCube uh, Nintendo Switch Online app um, to implement the you know the triggers with and you know pay you a little bit extra or whatever per year, and um, we'll show you you know they won't say it but we'll show you the Switch Pro separately at a later date. Um, I don't think they would be separate. Like I think once like if the Switch Pro comes out, the new controllers would be would be out at the same time, and obviously they'd be compatible with your your current Switch model and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd, they'd probably have to be because when you look at things like Ring Fit and the Labo and stuff, I suppose the Labo was not, not that big a deal for them now. They maybe wouldn't consider that as much, but the, the shape and size of them is so important um, that you sort of wonder how much they could really change it. Um, but obviously they do need to do something with the sticks. Like um, if they release this, most, most things that slide on, you know, like the ring con, that's fine. It doesn't matter, you know, as long as you've got the slide rail, yeah. that's fine. But yeah, you're right. The leg strap, if there's an additional bump at the back where an analog uh, trigger would be, it would be very difficult to slide that Joy-Con into that mm-hmm. leg strap. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot to take into consideration. At the same time, like if they release a Switch Pro and it just has the same... Joy Cons is the current ones, like people will be absolutely up in arms. Yep. They're like, yeah. I'm not paying four hundred pounds for for these Joy Cons and stuff. So Yeah, be interesting to see what happens. Like I'm I'm not stressed about it. Like like I said already today, like there's enough games to play that I'm not uh, not worried about it at all. And whatever improvements are made, I'll be interested to see what they are. And I'm sure I probably will upgrade at some point, just as I did with the three DS, but yeah, we'll see what happens. My uh, my fan on my original Switch is starting to make some funky noises. <laughs> so, um, yes, I'm uh, doing upgrades so it couldn't come sooner. So I, I did um, kind of think, I didn't think it was going to come this week. I actually, everybody on Discord was going, oh, there's going to be an announcement this week. I thought, nah, they'll probably do it the week before E3, if anything. If they need to, because, um, was it, AMD have their new kind of DSLL beta chip coming out for PCs, and uh, Xbox have, um, obviously Microsoft have in- has shown an interest in that, and shown that future Xboxes will be implementing this chip into them. Well, right? that, that apparently, that technology can be f- uh, implemented via firmware. So you might not even need a new Xbox to get the benefit of it. I know my graphics card, which is three or four years old, will support it. Um, but having said that, it's a very good point. But apparently it, the technology is is way behind DLSS. And it's okay. not actually that good. And it's very... I can't remember. I, I can't remember if it was Digital Foundry. I don't think it was. I think it was another tech analysis I watched on YouTube the the when when it's switched on it's incredibly blurry and basically like the switch you've got the vaseline effect when it's switched on so i mean dlss was the same when that started it took them a good few years to get it up to the standard it is now so but it does mean amdr you know on the way to catching up 
So this is the first sort of real thing we've seen of it, but it will be interesting to see how that. It's develops. just good for the. It's just good for the future for yeah, everybody. It you is, know, to have a competitor yeah. there, mm-hmm. and um, you know, everybody having this, so you do less power, more mm-hmm. AI. Right, so we move on. Some game show dates. So this week we've been uh, delighted. I don't know if you've watched any of these, but June 5th was the Indie Live Expo and Guerrilla Collective Showcase. We've seen lots of indie games coming to Switch. Then on coming this week now is when the E3 season really starts. June the 10th, Summer Game Fest is at 7pm UK. June the 11th, IGN are having an Expo at 9pm UK. June the 12th is when uh, E3 starts. Uh, Devolver Digital will be there at 9.30pm UK and Guerrilla Collective Showcase day 2 from 4pm UK. But it's the big boys I want to talk about before Nintendo. On June 12th, starting at 6pm and Ubisoft at starting at 8pm. What a I don't know if they show it in the Ubisoft Direct or whether it be in the Nintendo Direct, but we can talk about these companies very quickly. And, you know, what are they going to be bringing to Nintendo this year, Nick? Ubisoft starting with them. Uh, to bring into Nintendo, I have no idea. I expect we'll probably see um, maybe something for Immortals Phoenix Rising. That's Ubisoft, uh, isn't yeah. it? Maybe, yeah. maybe some new DLC or something like that, because I think it's doing quite well on the Switch. And even I know it didn't sell very well initially, and I know people were very skeptical of it, but everybody I know who's played it has absolutely loved it. So I think it's sort of picking up a bit of steam by word of mouth, even if the reviews weren't fantastic and the initial sales weren't fantastic. So maybe we'll see something for that. I know recently Ubisoft said that they were going to be following more of a free-to-play model in their game um, development, which is terrible. <laughs> I'm not interested in that at all. Um, if it, if it's going to be stuff like, I think it was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I read about. I've never played it, but I read that you could pay to make the game faster, basically to live level up quicker, and that without doing that, it was extremely slow and long to sort of work your way through the game. Like that is that's as bad as microtransactions for me. It's just that that sort of game design is horrible. So not really interested in Ubisoft. I'd like to see more of Carl of um, Far Cry Six because uh, what's his name, Giancarlo Esposito, yeah, the, the greatest yeah, villain the of all time. From, um, yeah. uh, Breaking four, Bad. Was he in four? Was it four? Breaking Bad. Oh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. 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 Um, and the storyline yeah. actually looks pretty good. Like the the way it's set, they've set up the story looks quite interesting. So, um, probably I don't really like Far Cry games to be honest. I played quite a bit of five and couldn't really get into it. It's very checklisty. But I will be interested to see a bit more of that, a bit more of Far Cry 6. But anything else, don't think we'll get Mario and Rabbids 2. I don't think there's, no, m- there's much neither. coming for Nintendo. I think they're going to be focusing on the next generation now and getting free-to-play games on Xbox and PlayStation. So I'll get my two pens out. If they did announce, this is one of the reasons why I thought if they did announce a Switch Pro, then they could go, hey, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is coming. Yeah, but yeah. as a pro exclusive, you know, they could they could be doing all these kind of pro-only mm-hmm. announcements. Possibly. But um, I, 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 I've gone away from that kind of thought. And um, I don't think Nintendo's going to have such a stellar E3 this year. 
Greg, apart from No Marion Rabbids, is two coming? Um, Just Dance 2021, or is it 2022, whatever the yearly number is for Just Dance, well, should be coming. I reckon there might be, like, an early Assassin's Creed collection or something like that, but nothing much else from, um, you know, Assassin's Creed 1, 2, or DLC, Brotherhood, whatever. But n- nothing else from them. How about you, Greg? Um, yeah, well, I would probably agree that there probably isn't that much from them, but I actually... I'm going to disagree on Mario and Rabbids. I think that the, I think two is going to come. Um, I think it's probably been long enough since since the last one, and obviously they have like the base and the framework from the first game to work with there already. So I can I can probably see another one coming. It's not something I'd be excited for in the slightest, but I think that if they're going to have something for Nintendo, that that's what it will be. Um, and obviously stuff like they had sort of promised in the past, like Steep, like obviously that was cancelled and stuff and never really turned. Is is the Sands of Time remake, is it confirmed for Switch or is it like PS4 and Xbox? I can't remember. No, I, I had yeah, a feeling it was coming to Switch, but I don't think that I, I can't remember if it was confirmed. Yeah, I, I mean, they may show sure that. that that's coming, yeah. I don't think they would show. They wouldn't show the Switch version of it. Um, obviously they <laughs> they had to, they delayed the game. I'm not even sure when it's coming out anymore, but they delayed it because it wasn't really up to standard. So they definitely wouldn't be showing the Switch version if there is one. Um, but yeah, never excited for Ubisoft. Like um, I don't really play many of their games anymore. Not since really like the GameCube era with like Splinter Cell and like the Prince of Persia games. Like it's not really bothered about Ubisoft to be honest. Nick, you should be bothered about the next one. Bethesda are also on uh, June the 12th, and that's uh, obviously been uh, procured by Microsoft themselves. So we'll yeah. be hopefully seeing some stuff from them from Microsoft. Anything for the Switch from them? I'd, from the, for the Switch? Ooh, yeah. I very much doubt it, to be honest. Fallout 3? I don't see why they would do that. I think... No, I don't know. I, I really don't think they'll have anything for the Switch, personally. But I am keen to see Starfield, finally. And I, I do actually think we'll see an Elder Scrolls Six announcement that it's in development. Finally, they move on from from Skyrim <laughs> and, st- and stop milking it. Maybe we'll get one more special edition before Elder Scrolls Six comes out. But yeah, I think it's interesting that they're going to be separate from Microsoft because that that means I think that means they've yeah. got quite a lot of stuff. And I do think the majority of it will be exclusive to Xbox. I think Starfield will be exclusive to Xbox as well. I know lots of people think it might be on PS5. I think it'll be day one Game Pass and Microsoft will use it to try and get people to come over. They may go with, uh, oh, you can play it for free on Game Pass or you can pay 70 quid for it on PS5, maybe. But I do think they'll try to leverage it as an exclusive. So we'll see. I'm interested actually to to see what it looks like because I do, I do like Bethesda games um, like Fallout and Skyrim. So seeing one that's sort of more based in space would, is going to be pretty interesting. And I think, you know, they've got a lot of, lot of other studios. I played a Bethesda game, Wolfenstein. I'm sure, you know, there's other... I know they've got that... What's the PS5 exclusives coming out soon that looks quite Death good. Deathloop. Yeah, Deathloop. Yeah, uh, and I'm sure... Yeah, they've got quite a few studios, so I'm sure there'll be some new things, definitely. I what There's... Um, can't remember what it's called. Ah, oh, no, Obsidian's not part of Bethesda, is it? It's separate. Part of Microsoft, but not Bethesda. 
I don't know. I'd like to see Starfield. That's it, really. Um, and anything else would be a bonus, I suppose. If it looks decent. Greg, are you bothered by Bethesda? I honestly no. Like they, they seem to kind of generally make like types of games that I'm just not into at all. Like mm-hmm. Doom and Wolfenstein are are okay. They're they'd be the two that I'd, I would probably give a go. Like I'm not like I wouldn't be bothered about playing another Wolfenstein, and I don't think I'd actually care about another Doom either. But like Skyrim and all those other types of games, Fallout, no, just not for me at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they'll have anything for Nintendo. No, if they do, I, th- I think it'd be like an older Fallout 3 kind of game. Uh, we got the Outer Worlds from uh, the the old developers of Fallout 3. So, you know, there's this p- potential there. There's a, there's a user base that likes that kind of game. So who knows? See, if it was, once again, Switch Pro, if that was coming, they've uh, teased and tested in the past Rage 2, which is this huge open world kind of Mad Max kind of game. And they said, no, the Switch can't do it. Another potential one for Switch Pro. Um, so moving on to the next day, which is Sunday, June the 13th. This is the Microsoft one. And I'll clump these two together, Nick, so we can get a bit faster. Microsoft and Warner Brothers. Microsoft? Yeah, looking forward to seeing Fable, Perfect Dark. Definitely looking forward to see the new Forza game. It's not, I think it's not a Horizon one. It's one in the, the regular Forza, Forza Motorsport series. And they did a an info dump on it in May. And a lot of the stuff in there looks very interesting. So... Yeah. Um, to be honest, with Microsoft, obviously we'll see Halo as well. I'm sure we'll see Halo. We might get, we might get a, a release of the multiplayer, like on the day, because I, I remember reading they were they were considering releasing the multiplayer first and then releasing the the main campaign later in the year. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing all of them, to be honest. Um, and any surprises, you know, it's been a while now since Microsoft have bought a lot of these companies. So I think this is the year they need to show something because I remember last year when they sort of the launch trailers for the consoles, for the new consoles um, came out, the PS5 one honestly blew me away. I was so impressed with some of the trailers in that. The Microsoft one was dull as hell. It was so boring. Nothing really interesting for me in that one. So <laughs> it's a bit weird that I bought an Xbox, but... It is for Game Pass, and I'm perfectly happy with... I've got a huge list of stuff that I'll just play through, but obviously it would be nice to see what's coming in the future as well, so I'm looking forward to this. Definitely going to watch it. Warner Brothers don't have anything to say about, to be honest. In in terms of Warner Brothers, I think the only thing for Switch we'll see is a Lego Star Wars, a Skywalker saga, which has been um, delayed a few times now, so they'll probably show that as a kind of last hurrah and give us a date. Uh, Microsoft though, Greg, the only kind of thing I think that could touch upon hitting the Switch is uh, xCloud Game Pass. I personally don't think they will arrive, but what what's your feelings on that? Yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't be convinced they'd arrive either, but yes, I would agree if um, they'd maybe have, if they were going to bring xCloud over, I imagine it would be like a limited version of xCloud. It wouldn't be everything that's available um yeah i'm definitely interested to see microsoft conference out of curiosity because there's an argument to keep my xbox around until until seeing what they would have to offer like if they're going to show like an amazing new banjo kazooie or conquer (laughs) or something uh even then i I still don't think i would have been overly swayed Uh, i mean the the last job they done on banjo with nuts and bolts is like it looks hideous because i actually tried to play it um last week and it looks terrible 
Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it, how it goes. Like, but I don't think they will actually have that much for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just my last uh, few two cents on uh, the X Cloud situation on Switch. I, I I have a feeling if if it did come and uh, and it's reasonably priced as it is. It would kind of cannibalize all the kind of indie and third party sales on the Switch eShop, yeah. which I don't. I think Nintendo would be I very can't reticent see it at all, to, to be honest, uh, yeah. reticent to put on there. You know, it's it's such a disincentive to you know to to getting indies and third parties on there, and just they they'll just go to Nintendo uh, Microsoft's infrastructure instead. I honestly think yeah. that Microsoft's strategy is you can play our games anywhere you want, except yeah. on Nintendo and Sony. And they they just want you in the ecosystem. And I just think, yeah, first of all, I don't think Nintendo would allow it. And second of all, I don't think it's the right strategy for Microsoft. I think what they've been doing with putting games like Ori and Cuphead on the Switch is a much better approach. Because they can Mm -hmm. then say, oh, you enjoyed these games that we developed. Well, we've got more on Game Pass. You can subscribe. Have you got a phone or a PC? Yes, you have. Yeah, just xCloud on your phone. Exactly. So that's the long-term plan, I think. The only thing I would say um, almost against that would be, I think, wasn't it during the Apple and Epic mm-hmm. court case? Wasn't there some like documents about like Microsoft wanting or discussions were being had to try and get yeah. xCloud on, on Switch and stuff? I yeah. don't, obviously, I don't, don't know when, any details about that, but they're obviously... They were interested in it think, from what thinking I about it. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, yeah, they... they there's loads of good videos on this on YouTube. Hoglaw, for example, went into a lot of detail. And from what I remember, yeah, it was discussed internally, but they decided in the end not to go with it, as far as I remember. Like, personally, um, something like xCloud coming to the Switch would would satiate me, I think, Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, it would give me a chance, if I wanted it, to play a few of those other things without having to buy this expensive console mm-hmm. again <laughs> <laughs> you won't lose any money again anyway <laughs> so moving on to some of the Japanese ones we'll, we'll focus on the, the last ones June the 13th we've got Square Enix June the 14th we got Capcom and June the 15th Bandai Namco these are all the three kind of big Japanese developers uh, before Nintendo take the last spot on June the, uh, June the 15th which is at uh, 5 p.m. Anything interesting you coming from those kind of Japanese developers there, Nick? Um, I am desperate to play Dragon Quest Three Remaster. I think it looks incredible. I really... Was it uh, 2D HD? Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. It looks so much better than um, Octopath and Project Triangle Strategy just because it's got a bit of color in it. It's not black and brown and gray and everything. Um and it just it looks fantastic, so I'm very very keen to play that. Looking forward to Project Triangle Strategy as well. Um, I hope that uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake comes to Xbox. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of good stuff for all three major consoles from Square Enix. Um, I didn't mention before as well, but I think Kojima's game is going to be. Coming, I think he's, Microsoft have probably signed him to an exclusive game, and it's probably cost them a lot of money. But I'm keen to see that as well. I know that's not Square Enix, but yeah, um, Capcom. Mm, 
We already know their plans for the next 10 years, so I don't think we'll see any surprises there. <laughs> <laughs> and Bandai Namco, I don't know, to be honest. I don't know what they could show, but I'm looking forward to Square Enix, definitely. How about you, Greg? Any of the Japanese giants? Um, I don't think there'll be that much of interest, to be honest. Uh, Square Enix. Um, I'm Will not sure. See more I... Dragon Quest Twelve. Um, maybe. Um, and I'm also wondering about the technical feasibility of something like the Final Fantasy VII remake. Could it potentially come to the Switch? Oh, I don't think Probably so. Probably not. <laughs> I, I would. I wouldn't think so, but. Um, Capcom will probably throw us some rubbish Resident Evil game, <laughs> load um, of ports, <laughs> yeah, and then, or like a Revelations three or something, mm-hmm. um, which wouldn't be wouldn't appeal it in the slightest. Uh, the only thing I'd really want there, I think, Bandai Namco. It's, I mean, there was talk of Red Racer eight a, a few years ago. Like, I wouldn't mind a Red Racer on Switch. Like that would be. More, more towards the, the type of racer I'd probably be interested in than, like, obviously Forza Horizon or Burnout Paradise. Mm-hmm. Something like that would be would be better for me. Yeah, same. Once uh, they've shown all the Dragon Quest stuff, Square Enix, I think that's pretty much it for um, you know Nintendo Switch from them. And then Bandai Namco, I can't. You know, they've done um, Pac-Man '99, haven't they? And they worked on new Pokemon Snap. I can't see them doing much either. There's been heavily rumored that the new Dragon Ball Z Kakaro is. Um, coming switch way switch words couldn't care less anyway but as for capcom um a resident evil title hasn't there been a rumored resident evil revelations 3 that kind of thing maybe we'll see a possibility of that popping up um we'll see maybe some monster hunter dlc for rise yeah. and obviously they're gonna they're gonna show more of monster hunter stories too mm-hmm. as well Ace Attorney game, mm. which is uh, coming out, is not out yet. We'll probably see, we'll see that a lot more of that as well. But I, I'd like them to, I don't know, and I don't know how they can do it, but expand the Capcom Arcade Stadium collection. You know, have a few more packs and give us, give us some deals on there as well, some discounts, so I can pick up some of the pa- the earlier previous packs, for which I haven't picked up yet, and uh, I love to play through some of those old Capcom Arcade games there. So that kind of um, concludes. Any any last words, boys? There with the the pre Nintendo stuff. I think it's going to be a good show. I think it's going to be exciting. I think we'll see lots of good announcements, and it's a shame that Sony aren't going to be there. I would say as well. It does feel funny going through that list and then not mentioning. Hey, and Sony's announcement is <laughs> on this day, and it's just yeah. it's not, not there. Amazing. Yeah, it's a bit strange. Yeah, like. If... I think for me, it's, it's pretty much the usual. This is just going to be Nintendo that I'm really looking forward to, to hopefully give me at least one or two mm-hmm. decent surprises, like they did in the last Direct, obviously, with yep. Mario Golf and mm-hmm. Skyward Sword. All, that's that's all I really need, because like if the last last week or two has taught me anything, it's just like, I don't need that much. I just need a couple of really, really good games every now and again, and that's like I'll, I'll be sorted
we're now in round two of our E3 predictions bonus episode year episode 70 with Greg. We're going to hand it over to you where you're going to ask us, I believe, 20 questions. 20, yes. This is something that we've done in the past. It's really just running through a few wee, like, I suppose, predictions and scenarios or whatever. And we'll all have to say whether we think it will happen during Nintendo's Direct or not. And your um, listeners can hold us and to account here. And <laughs> obviously, we've only got a week left. <laughs> yeah, I'll be keeping a wee tally of it here for us anyway. Excellent. Um, so we'll start off with... Um, will we see Mario through his cap during the presentation? I definitively say no. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> um, I uh, if it wasn't for the the rumors of like uh, the Donkey Kong game coming from obviously like the Mario Odyssey team, mm-hmm. I would I would say Mario Odyssey two one hundred nailed on. Mm. But, and for that reason, I'm gonna say no as well. But I would he could love be to throwing see... his cap off of uh, Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, it could could be. It's all these potentials, but um, yeah, I would actually really like to see Odyssey too. But I don't think it's it's happening um, at the moment. So the next one: Will there be a game with remix in the title? <laughs> so that could obviously be a port of something like NES Remix, or you mm. might get like a WarioWare Remix or something. Or Snares Remix, mm. which people have been asking for, I think. Wasn't that Rhythm Heaven Remix? Uh, yeah, the remix name has popped up in a way. In, and there is a good potential that we could see like an NES and Snares Remix title. But I don't know. I think I'd rather see them added to the apps that are already there. Just give us some scenarios and uh, make your apps a little bit better. So I'm going to say no remixes in the titles. Ooh, I'm starting on two no's there. Mm-hmm. Negative. I think we'll have at least one game, probably not from Nintendo, that will have remix in the title. So yes. During the Nintendo presentation, yes. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. specifically Nintendo presentation. Okay. <laughs> uh, Greg. Hmm. I have a feeling that we're going to see a remix title as well. But... I'm go- I think I'm going to play the percentages here and go go no. <laughs> so, yeah, well done for being brave, Nick. <laughs> okay. Will Samus fire a missile? There's been a lot of rumours of a 2D Metroid. <laughs> a lot of rumours. As many rumours as a 2D Donkey Kong. Personally, I don't think we're going to see Metroid Prime 4. I don't think we're going to see Metroid Prime Trilogy 4K. The Switch Pro is not here yet. Um, no, I'm going to go if there's no Samus. No. Not just shooting a missile. There's no Samus. Could be firing it in uh, a Smash Brothers trailer. Could be. <laughs> Playing the percentages again. No. I'm going to say yes. Oof. Cool. And I'm also going to say yes. Mm-hmm. I think there will okay. be some form of Metroid coverage. Yeah. 
Although it may actually just be a wee teaser for Metroid Prime Four, That's what I'm thinking, but not not gameplay as such. And if, mm. if there is a teaser, it probably won't have a, a missile in it <laughs> in any way. But I'm gonna go yes. Charge beams don't count, yeah. Oh, definitely not. Like, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> okay, um, Castlevania will be revealed for Switch, but have no of. In the title, so like obviously, like they have a, a habit of like Symphony of the Night, <laughs> Dawn yeah. of Sorrow, Dawn Order of, of Ecclesia. Yeah. So there'll be a cat. There will be a Castlevania game, but it will not have all in the title. No Castlevania games. I think there will be, and I think it will have of in the title. So that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a no. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think we're all going no there then. Um, what kind of Castlevania game do you think it'll be? Do you think it'll be a similar style to like the the DS games, or I think it'll be a remake of something probably. Remake. I think Konami are doing, or or just a re-release. Like here is a an old Castlevania Lords game. Of, mm. You would you wouldn't think it'd be like Lords of Shadow bundle or something. I have no idea. I, I do it think wouldn't interest me really, but I do think we'll see something Castlevania. Yeah. Cool. Lords of Shadow, was that Mercury Steam? I don't th- I don't know. I know they done the, the DS one, which was I forget what it was called, but um Did they do the, the big ones for the PS3? I don't know. I don't I can't know. Remember. Okay. Um Will we see Link use a hookshot? Yes, not for long. Uh, <laughs> this is me throwing it out there. But Skyward Sword mm. is obviously coming in in July. Yeah, it will appear there. I'm quite, you know, Skyward Sword had the dual hook shots. Mm-hmm. I, 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 dual hook shots, double the chance. Let's go for yes. <laughs> Good man. I would have said no until I remembered about Skyward Sword, so I'm going to say yes. <laughs> Um, I'm actually not not sure if they will show Skyward Swords um, mm-hmm. possibly during the presentation at all. Um, but even if they don't, I I have a feeling there will be some sort of. Uh, obviously, it's Zelda's anniversary this year, so I yeah. think there will be something, and or again, potential in a Smash <laughs> Smash trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, uh, you know what? You have both said yes. I'm gonna go no. Just to just to mix it up. Have Even you said my... no for everything so far, Greg? Uh, no, I think Samus oh, will okay. fire a missile. Oh yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, even though my head is telling me that we will see the hook shot, I'm saying no. But he has to fire it. <laughs> if we see it sitting in like a a shop for like a, if it was for instance a was it links. What's the three DS one? A link between worlds. Mm-hmm. Have we seen it sitting in the on the in the wee shop or something? As as if he's not using it, it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one comes up every time we do a wee predictions episode, and it hasn't happened yet, but there's always a chance this year. Will we hear the words "henching a go go baby"? If we do, it's going to be like a remake of the 
previous titles to come out as a Switch HD version, but sorry to disappoint everybody, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. Ooh. Yes, I'm going yes as well. Ooh. What? Why do you say yes? Smash Brothers character. Yeah, oh, that, I you, I can okay. see that as well. I could also see ports. Of I could see ports. One, yeah, two. that's a good. Call. Yeah, um, I think this is this is the year. <laughs> yeah. More yes, like more likely than anything, Metroid. Okay, next one, Bayonetta will make reference to the fact that we have been kept waiting. You are 100% yes. <sighs> and it will probably have some sort of sexual undertone. Yep. Yeah, crot- excessive crotch shots. <laughs> uh, but is she going to specifically say, sorry to keep you waiting? Which Not necessarily. And any sort, any sort of reference yeah. to... To Good patient. things come to those who wait, or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think, yeah, hundred percent. We're definitely going to see Bayonetta. Yeah, too. okay. I, I'm going to go yes on this one as well because I'm quite sure that Bayonetta three will turn up, and with its uh, witch time mechanics, there uh, there will be a time related crotch pun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think we're all going yes with this one then, because yeah. Seems like the sort of thing that could definitely happen. Okay, uh, Mario Golf Super Rush will be revealed to have a trial coming up soon. A trial as in a demo? Much like, uh, I think Aces had a... Was it Aces? Uh, yeah, or, yeah, uh, yeah, De- yeah. Arms definitely yes, did. You had yeah, like a, a week and, uh, or Splatoon a few two days. as well had that kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go yes on this. I think they'll do it. Oh, damn. Yeah, um, it's a good call to get people into people's hands to, you know, and and there's a good call for it to happen straight after the direct as well, mm-hmm. or at least after the trio segment, which will follow. Yeah, I'll say yes as well. That's a good call there, Greg. Yeah, I want to say yes too, <laughs> because because it's a good call. But I also don't want to you go with the same answers as you. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go yes as well because I do think. Uh, Even if it's just the ability to play the battle golf part of it, you know, yeah. and just get get it into It'll your be hands. Some like mul- I think multiplayer will be the focus of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it worked really well for for arms. Like I tried the demo of that, and like uh, it's just the the music and stuff. Just uh, really, I, I had to get the game after that. Really, mm-hmm. like it was it was great. Um, okay, number nine. Something will have new. In the title, hundred <laughs> percent yes. <laughs> yeah, let me go through my list here. What's new? <laughs> new Super Mario Party. Uh, no, they've done Nintendo away with Switch. new. There's not. There's nothing's going to be new. <laughs> nothing's going to have the subtitle new unless it's the new Nintendo Switch Pro. New Kirby. Um, I ain't gonna okay. say no as well. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, but but deep down, <laughs> yeah, there's always a worry there. <laughs> um, okay, like even like the Zelda subtitle or something could be like new, <laughs> new something or other. 
Uh, anyway, uh, okay, next one. Nintendo will apologize for something. <laughs> yes. In a 40-minute direct, I don't think they will this time. They'll keep that for maybe after and apologize. Oh, we're sorry we didn't show Metroid Prime 4, but it's not. they won't do it during the direct, I don't think. I mean, there's probably plenty of opportunities for them to apologize for something, I'm sure. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say no as well. Anyway, um, a new color or themed Joy-Con will be shown. Mm-hmm. I th- does that does mm. that include the Skyward Sword one or something even like that we haven't seen before? Some that we haven't seen before, like um, say there's like a, a new Kirby game or something. Here's mm. some new pink Kirby Joy-Con. It's tricky because I think yeah I don't know if they do two in one show because I think we'll see the Skyward Sword one definitely. We might see another one though for the anniversary of Zelda because mm. that's just Skyward Sword, isn't it? That theme or is it an anniversary themed one? I'm going to say yes then. I think we will see another themed Joy-Con of some kind. Whether that's 30th anniversary Zelda or something else like Kirby. I think Metroid... Do you know what has its anniversary, which I was going to talk about Metroid, in depth? No? It's Yeah, they, they've all, but they're all 35, 35, 35. Something has its 40th anniversary on Donkey July Kong? the 9th Donkey Kong arcade mm. game. 40 years for Donkey Kong. So there is a damn good possibility. This could be the year of Donkey Kong, I'm uh, taking it. It's a damn good possibility we see some kind of um, bongo-looking, uh, not not looking, but uh, kind of style Joy-Con or banana Joy-Con. Or, or, mm. Yeah, I'd say there'd be a Donkey Kong Joy-Con. Yeah, I, th- I think we're going to see something as well. And on Donkey Kong, I actually think we might, if there is a Donkey Kong game shown, I actually think it will be more like the the original Donkey Kong games than obviously a Donkey Kong Country or something because of the anniversary. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 will be teased. Oh, that's a tough one. No, and the reason why I'm saying no is because Monolith Soft, as one of my predictions, is going to show a new IP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have, the they have been IP working on something, three. haven't they? Yep, yeah. they have. I'm going to say yes. I I think we'll see a, like like with Metroid Prime Four in 2017 or whatever it was. I think we'll we'll maybe see a an a still image and now in development. So yes, I think they will show it because I know they've expanded massively. They got four different teams working on different projects, and yeah, I think. Because Torna, did the guys did the guys who do Torna did they do the next the remastered Xenoblade or not? not I sure. don't have the answer to that. Sorry, it came out in what summer last year? Summer last year, didn't it? Or was it the remaster? Yeah. Uh, it might have been even before that, but yeah. yeah. Then yes, yeah, I think we'll see Ret- uh, Xenoblade three. Yeah, something. I I agree. I mm-hmm. think we'll see. I feel like it's that series is sort of. Maybe at the height of its popularity, mm-hmm. maybe yep. at the moment. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think we'll see another one. Okay, next question. Uh, well, next statement. There will be a Zelda roguelike. Ooh. 
potentially made by like a, an indie developer or mm-hmm. something. Zelda Four Swords kind of um, type thing. Mm. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, thinking that there's going to be too much emphasis on this 35th anniversary for Metroid and Zelda and everything else that this is coming up with this 35th anniversary so I'm going to say no I'm going to say no as well but I think the situation with Crypt of the Necrodancer was unique I, th- I think it was a one-off thing and I don't think yeah I don't think we're going to see anything like this from Zelda because that what was it Cadence of Hyrule wasn't even a roguelike to be honest it was an adventure game really so no i don't think so i sure as hell hope not (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah i'm going to as well um okay this one's smash bars related master chief will finish the fight in smash brothers ultimate (laughs) nice I mean, the trailer speaks for itself. It there. does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not going to happen unless there's some uh, X Cloud and blah blah. No, oh, Halo. No, I, I agree as well. No, Master Chief is not going to participate in any kind of uh, Smash-related fun. I would probably agree that it's probably not going to happen, but I'm going to say yes. <laughs> hey, <laughs> let's just throw away a point there. <laughs> Okay, will we see Donkey Kong beating his chest? Most certainly, yes. <laughs> this is the year of Donkey Kong. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with Lee. I yeah. think you, I think we will uh, see it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm going yes as well. This okay. E3 is going to be a replication of E3 2013, where uh, you know retro, you know everyone's like, hey Metroid, 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 and Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze came out, and everybody was <laughs> distraught. <laughs> okay number 16 there will be a Wii U port (laughs) no we are running out but yeah well I think the most likely one I think is Xenoblade Chronicles X but which could fill the gap while waiting for the third one what else do we have Nintendo Land Yoshi's Woolly World that's it really isn't it Devil's third. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. I think we will see one. Yeah, I'm, and I would guess Xenoblade X. But yeah, if there is one, it's got to be Xenoblade X. But I'm oh my god, my my E3 is looking terrible. I'm saying no. So much. no, I don't think we will see another Wii U port. But then again, there's also Wind Waker. That could yeah. But it, would would that count as a you know a GameCube port or you port in the Wii U kind of Wind Waker HD? I think across? they do the Wii U that version. Absolutely there. count. Mm. Yeah. Now that made me think. Twilight Princess as well. Yeah, yeah they might pop. Twilight, yeah. yeah. Might do a okay, collection. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna switch now. Thinking about the, the the Zelda potential for the end of the year, we could see. I don't think Xenoblade Chronicles X, but we could see ports again, HD ports of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess coming. Or at least in the direct, anyway. Yes. At the risk of being boring, I'm going to have to go with the same answer as well. I think we will see something. I think maybe even like a 3DS port is perhaps more likely or mm. something. But Pilot um, Wings would be nice. That really would be. Uh, I kind of think maybe along the lines of next thing in there, I think there could be like a trailer for like uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X 
and then after it like they would like confirm like, eight, mm-hmm. like three years mm-hmm. also in development yeah keep um, the hype going okay nintendo will throw in a troll about a switch pro <laughs> <laughs> mm. Like, make some sort of weird reference to it. Yeah. Like they did with Mother yeah. 3 that time. With the Claymation and Reggie. Someone saying, when are we getting Mother 3? Like, Doug Bowser coming out with a, a lapel pin. And it's like a weird, <laughs> weird-looking switch with a, a slightly bigger bezels on it or something. And uh, everybody's internet breaks. I'm going to say no for mm. this one. Yeah, I'm saying no as well. I'm saying no as well. It's either happening this week or we can forget about it for a long time. Okay. Um, Three to go. Uh, A new Kirby game will be revealed. Yes. Something simple. But yes. Yeah, 100%. And and it's coming out um, in October. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's coming out this year. Definitely. Right, I also think yes, but we've picked the same answer for the last few. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> um, so yeah, sacrifice another point there. Okay, we will get an official name for Breath of the Wild two. Mm, yeah, I think we will. I I agree. I think we will. We might even get a date. I I believe that uh, this will be the last thing shown in the E3, and you know it, it's been holding off, holding off, and it's they they're not going to show any extra footage in the kind of treehouse later of uh, Breath of the Wild, but we get a date, and it'll be like twenty twenty two sometime, but we will see more footage and the title. Right, I also think we will, we will get the title. Um, but to make that one a bit more interesting, give me a prediction hmm. for one of the words that will be in the title. And you'll get a bonus point if it appears anywhere in the Zelda title. Hyrule. Right, I don't think it will be have have like the, a call on and a sub like breath of the wild boop the 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 quietest of the night of something like that i i believe they'll play around with breath of the wild and change it to breath of the something can that count as an answer De- so you think depth of like the world breath yeah death breath of the wild will be it, or, yeah. um I don't think Breath of the Wild will be like mentioned anywhere in the title. I think I have a feeling this will be like a darker, slightly darker undertone, much mm-hmm. like Majora's Mask and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully, um, I'm gonna say we will see the word "dark" in the title. Mm. Okay, good chill. Can I change Hi- can I change Hyrule to off or the? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Keep Hyrule. Keep Hyrule. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to change it to midnight. Uh, no, I'll okay, we'll stick with dark. Okay. Uh, right. right last one. Mine might be too obvious. Then change mine to 
death. It's gonna be like death of the wild or something like that. Death. Of, <laughs> if you're gonna do the dark. Uh, I themes. can't. I can't imagine a Zelda coming out with <laughs> death, death of the wild. The title. <laughs> death of the wild. It'd be awesome. Uh, okay, the last one. Mario Kart Nine or new Mario Kart Eight DLC will be shown. I was thinking about this this morning quite deeply actually before we started recording and i'm gonna say mario kart 9 it's been heavily rumored has it apparently yeah apparently including all tracks from all previous mario no, kart games the mario that. kart 8 8 tracks will be uh, changed in some way to shake them up and freshen them up it'll have uh, a lot a hell of a lot of races and include like loads and loads of costumes as the kind of mobile version does this has been heavily, you know, r- rumoured all for the last two weeks. I've not seen anything about that. So <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Mario yeah. Kart 9. I haven't seen anything like that, but like all tr- all previous tracks just sounds like some sort of yeah. wet, wet dream, dream for yeah. somebody. Yeah. Like it's, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to say no, but I think because there was a... I suppose because there's an update for Mario Party so long mm. after it came out, yeah. and obviously Mario Party is much longer. Yeah, but it's still selling pretty well. And yeah. if they maybe released some new DLC for it, it would maybe increase the sales of the the base game as well as getting people who already own the game to like revisit it and pay some more money because they're maybe desperate for some mm-hmm. new Mario Kart stuff. Mm-hmm. Like even like a double dash mode or something that would be cool but i'm gonna say no and that's it no as in mario kart 9 no there'll be no mario kart shown oh no none at all okay right i'm I'm gonna stick with my mario kart 9 though even though i don't particularly want it to happen i really do i'm really keen actually to see mario kart 9 happen really i'd like i'd like that a lot it's a guaranteed 30 million seller so you know well, I wonder yeah. what the, the, the twist will be this time. Mm. Every single track. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate. Uh, so it's a wet dream, is mine. <laughs> so just to round off this podcast, any other predictions that we haven't gone over in Greg's 20 questions there that you think will be happening during Nintendo's direct and maybe a little bit of the treehouse as well one of the reasons why i got concerned about nintendo's uh, presentation is that they've had like three or four days of treehouse coverage mm-hmm. in the past yeah. and they've gone to like three or four games every single day one every hour for four or five hours and this time they've only got three hours of it and that made me think what could those three games they're only going to be showing three games in depth one of them might be mario golf one of them might be Zelda, Skyward Sword, I'm thinking. And the other one, like I said, I, I believe this will be the year of Donkey Kong and its 40th anniversary. So we're going to see a new 2D, 2D Donkey Kong. That's coming out this year. That will be shown in the treehouse. But they'll also double down and have a Mario versus Donkey Kong coming out. And a Donkey Kong 99 style game. Oh, they're like going to the... carry on with these kind of Tetris 99, uh, Pac-Man 99, uh, what was Mar- Mario 35, mm-hmm. even if it's Donkey Kong 40 for his 40th anniversary. I think we'll have an old arcade-styled, themed kind of uh, multiplayer Donkey Kong mm-hmm. and passing uh, barrels back and forth to each other. 
Nick, what's on your mind for Nintendo? I'm actually, to be honest, I'm actually really looking forward to the direct. It sort of slowly crept up on me. I've not, I've basically ignored Nintendo for the the past couple of months, <laughs> but there's actually a lot of stuff coming out that I really want to play. I'm really looking forward to Mario Golf, Zelda, No More Heroes. We'll probably see something about Bayonetta three, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Um, I do think there'll be one or two new announcements, so maybe like Xenoblade 3, uh, probably one game from Nintendo themselves as well. Not sure what it will be, but it'll be exciting, I think. Um, Really looking forward to some third-party games as well, like I mentioned, the Dragon Quest remaster. Looking forward to Project Triangle strategy as well. I think that has the potential to be very good. There's probably going to be a lot of indie game announcements as well and i'm sure two or three of them will really pique my interest i know hollow knight is not going to be there which is disappointing um have they specifically they said, said they're not showing anything i think they delayed. said they're not showing anything at e3 i'm pretty sure oh, that's okay. what they said okay. could be wrong i saw that on the forum in the hollow knight thread i think um but i'm looking forward to that as well obviously so even if there is if something does get shown that would be great um so yeah, there's a, I mean, there's like 10 games there, which I think is not bad, considering I've not really been paying that much attention. I definitely don't remember a time in the past couple of years where there's been 10 games that I'm, that I'm genuinely looking forward to. So yeah, I hope they have a good show. Um, I don't think they need to show the pro before. I think they still have enough stuff in combination with third parties i think they have enough stuff to to tie us over until next year not that bothered about pokemon either of them the remaster or the open world game but i'm sure they'll feature pretty heavily keen to get the last two characters in smash out the way see who they could be uh and i think oh, yeah okay, okay who who do you think is gonna i be? have no idea i'm gonna beautiful joe i'll say is one guess but the other one i i have no idea i'm i've They've been pretty unpredictable, I think, with this last one. So I think Beautiful Joe's a good shout. Um, maybe we'll see one third party and one Nintendo, weird Nintendo character. Um, but yeah, desperate to get a Switch Pro. I would like. I'm. I would like to upgrade my nearly four and a half year old model now um, to something to something else. Uh, Oh, and one more thing I'd really like to see is a couple of new characters in Animal Crossing. Just to just to freshen it up a little bit. Like the like Brewster, the coffee shop, maybe an upgrade to the shop. Just just something else for Animal Crossing. And maybe a new room for the museum, something new to collect. Um It needs something and soon I think the ship is starting to sail. I feel like it, it needs it, something. Enough. It's been pretty much the same game for a few months now and and i still enjoy playing it and i still do not every day but maybe a couple of times a week I, do, I still do stick it on but i do wish we could have something a little bit more so if you know if if i see those games that i'm looking forward to something for smash something for animal crossing i think you're right with your shout about some kind of arcade game to celebrate some anniversary i think that's a good show I think I won't be disappointed. I don't think my expectations are specifically very high, so I think, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it this year. And trying not to be wild with any of my, you know... Maybe we'll see Metroid, maybe not. Who knows? Don't really care. I don't think it's coming anytime soon, but it would be nice to see it. 
same here. Um, it's yeah, my expectations are not high. So Nintendo, you got a good shout at um, <laughs> making me come away uh, positively mm-hmm. influenced from it. Um, a couple of other ones from me before we go to Greg. Super Mario Party Two will be shown, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a little update, obviously, for Super Mario Party, adding in the online modes of it. And I think that's just to get it ready for Super Mario Party 2. And that's going to be one of their kind of October, November releases, and or maybe even as early as September. Um, they can push that out pretty quick as well. I think we'll see a little bit more detail on Splatoon 3. Oh, Not yeah, too much. A little, well. little trailer yeah. there, you know. <laughs> Uh, say still saying it's coming in 2022. I don't think they'll give us a finalized uh, release date yet, but a little bit more about why it's different from the previous Splatoons there. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, no more Heroes 3, like you said. Bayonetta 3 will be shown. I believe the last thing they're going to show us is Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, and I haven't mentioned that uh, my Smash reveal, I, I, I'm not going to go for the two of them, I, one of them. I think there'll be... Uh, because Ace Attorney, the great Ace Attorney Chronicles is um, one of the games that um, will be shown in a kind of indie reel. I think they'll show, maybe in the Capcom, maybe in the Nintendo Direct, that there is a new collection of the Ace Attorney games coming to Switch, and Phoenix Wright will be a Smash character. That's my prediction there. Greg, what about you? For any additional things you haven't mentioned yet? Phoenix lays down the law. Objection. Yeah, I think if we're going to stick with the Smash characters there, I think I've already predicted Master Chief will (laughs) will appear, which is (laughs) obviously not going to happen. I think Beautiful Joe will be the other one. They're going to show two uh, Smash Brothers characters in one direct? Uh, Possibly, yes. Okay. Possibly. Might start with one and finish one, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, I'm sort of in the, the typical cycle where coming up to like a direct or an E3 or something it's always like oh this is this is the time Nintendo have lots they're bound to have loads of stuff to show like lots of big stuff because obviously been, we've been waiting for that big year really since since 2017 I suppose and it's always all right this this could be the year this time and to be fair I think there could be quite a few things ready this time um but ultimately um, which has been the problem for a number of years now. I think the big games that they focus on will be the ones that I'm not really that that keen on. Mm. So that may be like a, a Fire Emblem or something again, like Ooh. a something like that, or well, like Kirby wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't move the needle in the slightest. Intelligent systems have been rumored to be doing a remake of one of the uh, earlier Fire that's, Emblem games. That's a prediction I forgot to say. I do think we'll see a remake of a Fire yeah. Emblem game in the Three Houses style. Mm. And Mario Strikers. Ooh. Now, now your hype is going up and up and up. <laughs> I mean, Next Level will have been probably working on something since yep. since finishing Luigi's Mansion exactly. 3. Um, mm-hmm. It's been supposed to be nearly, nearly Co- two years, years since that came out now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be Mario Strikers, even though, I mean, that would probably be a, I suppose with the Euros, it might be a decent complete the trifecta. <laughs> I think it'll like, be next year actually for the World Cup, but yeah, maybe World Cup. Yeah, that mm. that would be good. Like, uh, but I think there's more chance that it will be a punch out game. Mm. 
<laughs> See, we're getting a bit wild now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they just all these extra ideas trickling in, and I'd be very happy with yeah. another punch out game. Uh-huh. I don't, to be honest, I don't think they will have anything for this year. I think uh, maybe next year if they're yeah. going to show anything. Mm-hmm. But I think punch out would be much more likely, and um, like obviously, like the Joy Cons are there for the motion controls and stuff, so it kind of mm. kind of makes sense. So I can definitely see that happening, and I'm not sure if there'd be as much development involved in something like punch out than maybe like a strikers or something else. I think if 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 something does come out next year, they won't it won't be at this E3 definitely from next level. I mean, but why I. What would they do with Arms and Punch Out? Do you not think they would try to merge the franchises in some way, or I, I don't no. Because if the, I could, the only thing I could see would maybe be like a an Arms character coming up as a mm. a character to beat mm. in Punch yeah, Out, like yeah. a, one of the bonus ones, like the way Donkey Kong is in the mm-hmm. the Wii version yeah. of. Which that's a, maybe a spoiler for some for somebody, but um, <laughs> I think it's been long enough. I um, yeah, I th- I think we'd be more likely to get an arm sequel than a than a new Punch Out, to be honest, personally. But I've not. Uh, that's just my opinion. I think it makes more sense, especially for the modern Nintendo, the newer, younger gamer who <laughs> has no idea what Punch yeah. Out is. Yeah. The thing is, like I, I feel like I'd be absolutely ready for a new punch out, whereas mm-hmm. a new arms, like while I do love the the first game, like I don't I don't necessarily need another one. Mm-hmm. I just like to see even if they go punch out Wii but remade, uh, you know, and and put extra content in there, you know, just just they could knock that out pretty quick as well. Yeah, yeah. Couple of questions before we sign off. Then, what game do you think? will be the kind of game that will go, oh, this will be, it's out now. You know, it's released directly after the direct finishes. What game do you think Nintendo have got up their sleeve? Or maybe just, you know, like a, a third-party developer, a sizable game that would be released after the direct there, Nick? No, I don't think it'll be a sizable game. I think they'll have, I think Nintendo will have a, an indie game not developed by them or something very small that they'll say, mm-hmm. this is coming out now. But I have no idea what it is. Not anything we've discussed already, I would say. Greg? I think it'll maybe maybe will be something that we sort of touched upon. I think it'll be some sort of old style Donkey Kong game. Mm, okay, yeah, maybe something oh, like, like a, that. Yeah, like a Donkey Kong ninety nine or something. Yeah, yeah, quite possibly. I I had a feeling that it was it was delayed, and they said it was coming out in fall. It's Fall Guys. I had a feeling that oh, Fall Guys. They they they've been absolutely quiet over the last couple of months of of the Switch version of it, and they said they were getting things ready for um, online cross platform play. So the Switch u- user base had had a, a substantial user base from day one. I have a feeling that uh, it could be further along than we think, and that could be a game that they go, hey, Fall Guys is out. Yeah, definitely. That kind of game. Um, last uh, kind of thought then. Are we going to see a broadening of the Nintendo Switch online service? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Craig? No, we won't. I'm going to stick my neck out and say N64 is going to be wow. added finally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to stick my neck out even further and say that all these uh, games will have these up-res textures just like Mario 64 but we'll see only about five or six games in the initial pack and then they'll be trickling them out every month or two as usual I mean I think I'd be happy enough with that but at the same time I wouldn't 
won't be against like just a few select N64 games that actually get remade or yep. remastered rather I'd than... I prefer that as well, to be honest. Yeah. Because, I mean, you look at like Ocarina of Time 3D and Star Fox 3D, for much, example. Much, they're... better. Yeah, they're very, very good. Um, yeah, I would like to see something like that. Obviously, like F-Zero mm-hmm. X or something completely sort of revamped a wee bit. Be be great. Any last thoughts on the next week's boys it's only one week away this is amazing um i haven't felt any hype whatsoever um and i probably won't until i'm sitting there watching the direct um for me it isn't until midnight so i might very well be sleeping and watching it early in the morning which is a wednesday morning for me it'll be tuesday five o'clock in uh, england any last thoughts about it boys not really just yeah like i said looking forward to it but not like especially hyped i just i think they'll have a good show a solid show maybe not a good show a solid show and hopefully one or two small surprises that would that's always good at e3 um but i think the other companies are going to be surprising us a lot more than than nintendo are overall which is fine yeah it's it's kind of just an awkward time for me because i work until half five so chances are i will probably like I could probably wait until I get home and like watch it spoiler free, but uh, it'll just get the better of me and I will be looking at Discord <laughs> and seeing everybody reacting. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting, but I I won't be seeing it live unfortunately. Yeah, I'll be turning my notifications off, going to sleep, and then waking up and going straight direct to the link that I would have uh, saved on my um browser. I think. So thank you. We will be back after the Direct and uh, E3 to go through our presentation and uh, weather and predictions and whether or not and how close and who the overall winner is of Greg's little 20-question game there. But that's all we have time for this week. We hope you've enjoyed. You can contact me, Lee, on Twitter at Londragon underscore UK. Greg? Uh, at Negunando on Twitter. And Nick, you're on the N Europe forums there, where we all are. And specifically, it's, uh, like I said, it's been sliding down the thread list and thread pages. But the Any Cafe thread will be revived and we'll be right back at the top there. Have a look at this thread and it gives us all information about how you can contact us. We'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe and give us a rating at your review at your podcast provider of choice. Thank you for listening this week for our triumphant return and goodbye for all of us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Any Cafe podcast and Any Europe podcast. If you like our content, please don't forget to subscribe and give us a review at your podcast provider of choice. You can find this very podcast on all good podcast providers such as iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn and many others. We're also on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram where you'll find content relating to our weekly schedule and areas to interact and ask us questions. You'll also find us at the N Europe website where we frequent the forums. Drop by and say hello. Hello.